I'm Martha Velando, Chief Marketing Officer for Forever Mark. Welcome to our podcast series, The Power of a Diamond, which aims to inspire our community by featuring some of the brightest minds who will share their diverse knowledge and experiences across various industries. Michaela Erlanger, welcome to the Power of a Diamond podcast. It's great to be with you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Vogue has described you as a superstar celebrity stylist. You are also a luxury bridal stylist. Before we discuss your bridal work, including the Forever Mark by Michaela bridal collection of rings, can you talk to us about your work as a celebrity stylist? Well, my career path is an interesting one. I have worked with some of the biggest stars in Hollywood, everyone from Lupita Nyong'o to Meryl Streep and everyone in between. And I'm so fortunate to have worked with such extraordinary talent. But it didn't, you know, just happen overnight. And my path, which I've been on for now close to a decade, is an interesting one because when I started, you know, I didn't know that this world of celebrity styling existed. I went to Parsons School of Design, actually, where I got a business degree. And it was through my education there and their emphasis on internships where I got my first taste of what it was to be a stylist and sort of what the fashion industry had to offer. And I had found myself interning season after season, semester after semester at various magazines working in the fashion closet. So actually, upon graduation at the time, you know, I thought I wanted to be a fashion editor at a magazine, but it was 2008. And everyone was firing and no one was hiring. And that certainly wasn't going to be in the cards. My dreams of working at a magazine were, were looking like slim to none. So it actually just so happened that I was reaching out to family friends and friends of friends, looking for opportunities. And there was a celebrity stylist who was looking for help. And her name was Annabelle Tolman. And I wound up interning for her and ultimately working for her for many, many years, but it was that training with her that sort of opened my eyes to what the world of the red carpet really was. And I think it was back then when Rachel Zoe was sort of really popularizing this world of celebrity styling. So I came up in the industry at a very interesting time and was trained by one of the top stylists in the world until I landed my first client, who was Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey. And I had my first major award season with her. And that's kind of how it all began. So Michelle was amazing. She was nominated for her role as Lady Mary on the show. And it just so happens that a makeup artist I had worked with on a movie set had recommended me to her and we hit it off and we had what was a pretty incredible award season run. I dressed her for the Golden Globes and the SAGs and so forth and she landed on all the best dress lists and it was such an exhilarating time. And afterwards, she said, well, I have a friend. Her name's Lupita. She's in this movie called 12 Years a Slave. She needs a stylist. 
could I recommend you? I was like, absolutely. A friend of yours is a friend of mine. I'd be happy to meet with her. And so we got coffee. And little did I know that literally in a matter of months, she would be winning the Academy Award <laughs> for Best Supporting Actress for her role in 12 Years a Slave. And that her star would rise and mine would rise along with it. And that she would be hailed the style star. And at the end of that wild run, I landed on the cover of The Hollywood Reporter, sandwiched between Michelle Dockery and Lupita Nyong'o as one of the most powerful stylists in Hollywood, and my world changed. So, I mean, that's the, that's the story. <laughs> it's a pretty wild one. It's wonderful. You briskly established your reputation by transforming Lupita Nyong'o from an unknown to a fashion icon. She was also the first Kenyan and Mexican to win an Academy Award. Could you talk to us about your style journey with Lupita and what went into styling her for that history-making Academy Awards campaign? Yes, absolutely. I was trained by a woman who I mentioned before named Annabelle Tolman, who really taught me the ins and outs of the business and also really helped to craft and train my eye in many ways. Working with her was such a special and important time in my life. And having worked with only Michelle previously as my first client, I realized that I had a lot to prove in an industry where I was essentially unknown as well. And I saw this as an opportunity to really capture my client's personal style and also in a very subtle but confident way, make a statement. And I remember when talking to Lupita in particular, discussing what her preferences were, what her likes and dislikes were and how we would approach this tour. It was really important to me that we showed the different sides of her as an actress, as a person, and also maintain the message of her role as an actress in Hollywood and, and what this movie meant. And so I had a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure to do this the right way and also how important it was with shaping her image during this time. And so I made this decision that I wasn't going to put her in the same color twice and I wasn't going to put her in the same designer twice. There's only one designer actually in the entire press tour that she wore multiple times and that was Prada who she wore to the Oscars and she had worn previously throughout the tour as we were developing that relationship. But it was important to me that we really had a story and that we told a story and that the fashion told a story and that it complemented authentically. And so it was a lot of work, but it was such an exciting time. And also, mind you, I was like a newbie and I was working out of my studio in New York City and I was a one man show. Most stylists have a lot of help. And at the time I had everything to prove and everything to lose. And I just really wanted to pour my heart into this tour. And I think also like when you are speaking the same visual language as your client, you really are in sync. And that's something that truly comes with time. It, it typically doesn't happen right off the bat. In this case it did, which I think was a very 
unique experience. We were really in sync from the get-go, and I think that really had something to do with our overall success. But I'll just never forget her red Ralph Lauren moment on the Golden Globes carpet when everyone just kind of stopped. And I think that really solidified her as a movie star. I was on the red carpet when Lupita Nyong'o arrived in the Nairobi Blue Prada dress that in which she claimed the Best Supporting Actress Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. That dress was a labor of love. I started working on that in October, and she wore it in February or March. So that dress was months in the making, and to see it come together in the end was magic. It was pure magic, and it's to date one of my proudest moments. Yeah. You once said to me, I'm a visual storyteller and my narrative is the red carpet. Why does an actor need to tell a story on the red carpet and not simply just wear clothes and find jewelry? (laughs) Yes. I mean, there are so many reasons why, but I believe that the red carpet is so much more than just picking out a pretty party dress. Anybody can do that. I believe that the red carpet allows you to translate any message and tell your own unique story. And I think that's really important. The red carpet has become a platform for so many people and for so many purposes. And don't get me wrong, the fashion's amazing and it's one of the highlights and it should be a joyful expression. And it is just that, but I believe that it is a tool in which we can share a message or tell a story. And it is, it's sort of the catalyst for that. And you'll see with other clients and other actors and actresses will tell different stories. And I think that's kind of beauty. I mean, I think that's kind of where my artistic form comes in. You know, I get to imagine a new narrative each time I dress my clients. It's very creative and it's incredibly rewarding. How do diamonds help tell a story? (laughs) Well, diamonds and jewelry in general, I think are so personal. Jewelry is one of the most personal elements to getting dressed because it really is sort of finishing touch. And when I think back on all of the red carpets that I have worked on, it is always the jewelry that's sort of complements and finalizes and pulls an outfit together. Michaela, you also style men. You've worked with Jared Leto. Common is a longtime client. How is styling men different from women? You know, styling men is actually a little easier in the sense that they don't necessarily have as many nuances as women do. They don't have to worry about the undergarments. They don't have to worry about the handbag, all the accoutrements. I mean, they still definitely have accessories and so forth, and I really enjoy it. But I would say it has a different set of rules and it also has a different set of challenges. But I absolutely love menswear. And actually, funny enough, I got my start styling men way before I was working with women. So... It was so interesting to me that one of my first clients, um, actually, it was right after Lupita, Common came calling. And actually, speaking of jewelry, you know, what's so cool is that we kind of were like, what is our signature going to be on the red carpet? And his signature has become the Chabot. 
which is typically like a men's brooch or pin that you wear on the lapel. And so for every major red carpet, Common has a beautiful piece of jewelry. And we have so much fun sort of choosing that. And I think that goes back to sort of storytelling and how the red carpet is so much more than just picking out a pretty look. It really is about expressing yourself and defining that moment however you choose. How did the Jabot become Common's signature? Common and I had a lot of fun working together from the start. And gosh, I think we've been working together for almost eight years now, but it was his first award show and it was the Oscars. It was, he was nominated. He, he wound up winning for his song, Glory. When thinking about how to elevate menswear to the next level and how to really create an elegant, timeless moment, I look back on history. I look back on references. My job as a stylist is to do a lot of research and to create new ideas. Now, don't get me wrong, wearing a jabot is not a new idea, but the way in which I think we modernized his approach to the red carpet and what he was wearing and the designers he was choosing and the colors and this and that, combined with this modern take on a classic, was really special. So he wore a beautiful jabot and it kind of became like his lucky pin. And so now we have a different lucky pin for each award show. Like a talisman. A little bit. Michaela, you have a very diverse client list. How did that develop? I'm very proud of this actually. And it's been really important to me from day one to have a diverse client list. I have worked with men and women. I have worked with all different ages, all different races, all different shapes and sizes. And I believe that really my start was actually in menswear, like I mentioned. And I got to work on so many different projects as an assistant from my six years of assisting and my four years of interning, which is essentially glorified assisting. And when it was my own turn to build my own roster, I recognized that this was something that was part of my personal ethos and something that was incredibly important to me because not only do I enjoy working on different projects with different people, but I also believe that fashion should be celebrated in all of its forms and that it's universal. It's for everyone. It was important to me that I had a client base that represented that. And I'm incredibly proud of it. And I think as a stylist too, it shows my range. Again, I spent years training and working to have clients of my own and to be able to put all that work (laughs) and knowledge to use was really important to me. But it also comes with so much responsibility because Working with young talent, for example, like emerging talent, and I have worked with some actors and actresses who are very, very young, you have even more responsibility because you're really shaping public image. And there is a lot of responsibility that comes with that. But overall, I'm really proud of the diverse client range that I have. Let's talk about your jewelry journey, Michaela, both personal and professional. You reflected in Harper's Bazaar that the power, beauty, and mystery of diamonds has always been fascinating to you. Why? 
jewelry in general, but diamonds specifically, I think are so incredibly special. I actually had the chance to see firsthand where diamonds come from and my eyes were opened. And I think people, if they had any idea how something is created and winds up in a piece of jewelry that you treasure for a lifetime, but actually comes from our earth, it's just, it's extraordinary. Are you talking about the trip you made to Botswana with Forevermark in October 2019? Yes. Can you talk to us about that trip and why it was so special? Yes, I had the most incredible opportunity to visit the Arapa Mind in Botswana in October of 2019. And it was one of the most extraordinary trips and journeys that I have ever had the opportunity to go on, mainly because it opened my eyes to how incredible forever mark is and how extraordinary the diamond mining process is, but also how important it is to make sure that you're wearing jewelry that has been ethically and sustainably sourced. And forever mark really goes beyond four C's. And what I mean by that is they have an incredibly ethical and sustainable practice. First of all, sustainability is at the heart of the Forevermark brand, which is so evident when you read about how they give back to their communities and everything that they do. But to see it firsthand, to see how these diamonds were truly collected from the earth, mined from the earth, and then the process in which they go through to be polished and refined and hand-selected because less than 1% of the world's natural diamonds are actually eligible to be a Forevermark diamond. I mean, it's just incredible. And when I say like my mind was blown, it truly was because it's such an individualized process. And I think it speaks to how special a Forevermark diamond is and how special a diamond is, you know? It represents so much, and it was it was just an incredibly inspiring experience. So let's go from the earth to talk about the stars. Can you recall some of your most memorable Forevermark red carpet moments? Let's start with Jamie King on the 2015 Met Gala red carpet. She wore a beautiful red strapless Jason Wu dress and rather minimalist diamonds. Can you tell us about the choice there? Absolutely. So this was a really fun collaboration. I had the honor of working with Jamie and the Met Gala is such a moment. It really is an opportunity to bring the fashion and to make a statement. And Jason Wu was actually designing for Hugo Boss at the time. So this was a very special dress that she was wearing because it was sort of his creative director debut for the Boss brand. And I remember her dress was so sleek and so sculptural and so minimal and had very much like a 90s feel to it. And we needed the perfect jewelry to complement it. We wound up choosing a incredible pair of Forevermark diamond earrings, as well as a beautiful tennis bracelet and some rings, if I recall correctly. But it was important to us to keep her neckline bare and really accent her overall look with a red lip and let the jewelry shine. For 2020 Screen Actors Guild Awards, Lupita Nyong'o beautified a Louis Vuitton dress with some spectacular Forevermark diamonds. 
Can you tell us about putting together, it was like almost a Forever Mark Diamond wardrobe for this appearance? <laughs> yes, this was actually my most recent Forever Mark Diamond red carpet moment. And this was a really special one. So Lupita wore some of the most extraordinary jewelry I have ever seen. And when it's award season, it is one of my highlights is picking out the jewelry to complement my client's look. It really is such a thoughtful process and attending the suites and hand choosing the jewelry really is something that I love and take so much care and pride. With Lupita, we needed to make a statement. And we brought the bling. She wore the most extraordinary jewelry. We had several bracelets, several rings, an incredible pair of earrings. And she's actually worn Forever Mark many times before. I think Forever Mark Diamonds speaks to her and to I specifically. The jewelry is so beautiful. And of course, knowing that it's mined in Africa is important to both of us. But this jewelry really sort of emphasized her overall look. And I think it spoke for itself. If you had a chance to see the photos, I mean, it was just a wow moment. In 2019, you decided to expand your work as a celebrity stylist to include luxury bridal styling. Can you tell us why and also explain the specific approach you're applying to bridal styling in terms of luxury? About a year ago, I saw a gap in the market and I decided to expand my business to include luxury bridal styling services. I saw an opportunity to bring my experience as a stylist on the red carpet to brides who are getting ready for their wedding day. And I realized that there were so many similarities and parallels between getting ready for the right carpet and walking down the aisle. And there really isn't anyone out there doing this. And when you think about it, it's so crazy because this is for many couples and for many brides, arguably the most important moment in their lives. And I have a history of dressing movie stars for incredibly important moments and milestones in their lives. And there's, again, so many parallels, this being a live event and wearing an incredible gown for the first time for many and having jewelry that also symbolizes your commitment to one another or defines a moment in time. And if you think about it, people always look back at what someone has worn on the red carpet, you know, what were their earrings like or what was their statement necklace? And when you think about your wedding day, it's all about your engagement ring and your wedding band. So there are so many parallels, but it was just so wild to me that there are so many outfits these days that brides and couples have to wear from their bridal shower to their rehearsal dinner, to their wedding day, to their honeymoon and beyond. And there wasn't anyone really sort of giving guidance on how to curate and tell that story, which is so special. So I proudly launched my bridal business and have been busy ever since. Can you tell us about how you are, say, elevating bridal styling by perhaps, you know, integrating a couture bridal dress as opposed to something that one buys off the rack? 
So my clients that come to me for my bridal services are discerning clients. They typically know and love fashion and really want the gold standard and access to what is typically reserved for an A-list star. And in my services and, and what I've set out to do is to provide that and to provide it in an incredibly unique elevated, luxurious way. I really think I have set the gold standard in terms of what it means to be styled for your wedding day and what wedding curation is all about. Of course, I work with brands who might traditionally produce wedding dress collections and so forth, but I also do a lot and primarily focus on custom design with brands who do not. So perhaps you want to wear something from a designer who has never created a wedding dress for the public before they will with me. And that process is incredibly exciting and very detailed, very thoughtful, and is kind of the equivalent of what goes into creating an Oscar dress or a major you know, red carpet moment. It's the same when I'm working with my bridal clients. And is that because there's sort of months in the planning, the hair and the makeup and the photography? No, not necessarily. This is really because the the way my services work is just like we talked about storytelling as it applies to the red carpet, it's storytelling as it applies to your wedding and your love story. And so I'll collaborate with the event planner or designer and florists to make sure that all of the elements complement one storytelling. Your dress and your venue feel combined. They feel complementary. You really want to tell an authentic story and you want it to visually make sense. And so I treat it almost like you would an editorial shoot. I will collaborate with the photographer to make sure that we've scouted the property. We know what time the sun is setting. We know which direction the wind is blowing. (laughs) All of these elements matter because we're anticipating the moments before they happen. And we are letting them unfold naturally, but we are capturing them as that happens. And that is when I think I've really done my job well is when all these different elements are combined And it's been incredibly rewarding work. In 2019, you styled Amanda Hurst's wedding. Amanda is a model, philanthropist, and the founder of the sustainable fashion website, Maison de Mode. The wedding theme was a tale of two castles. Can you tell us about working with Amanda, her mother, and the bridesmaids? Yes, working with Amanda was amazing. She was actually my first bride. So what a way to kick off my bridal styling business. And I had the honor of working with her, her mother, and her two stepdaughters or soon-to-be stepdaughters. And it was such an extraordinary process. I mean, first of all, working with such a beautiful family, but also a wedding at such an extraordinary historical venue like the Hearst Castle was just spectacular. But it was months of work in the making. These moments don't happen overnight, although 
now in the time of COVID, we are seeing things happen in much shorter periods of time. But in this case, I had, I'd say about seven months of planning that went into this. And what was so extraordinary was all of the elements were so thoughtfully curated from what David Mon, her event planner and designer, had selected from tablescapes and floral and even just the flow and architecture of the evening. It all was sort of choreographed. And to have a fashion story that sort of complemented it was just so important. She wore custom Oscar de la Renta. The girls wore Jenny Yu, and her mother wore Alexander McQueen. And of course, there was some special jewelry that equally told a story. We worked with some vintage pieces that were important to her. And again, I think that's where jewelry comes into play. You know, these are the moments when you will always remember what you wore down to every detail. And, and that's what you treasure. Can you tell us about the work you've been doing helping brides whose weddings are on hold or have shifted dates due to the COVID-19 pandemic? When COVID hit, I think everyone was just not only taken aback, but scrambling to figure out how to move forward. And I happened to be engaged myself and was in the middle of (laughs) planning my own wedding, which has since been postponed. But I recognized that there were so many couples who were in the same boat, who probably had no direction and no guidance. And I happened to have incredible resources and access to experts And I wanted to do something to help. So I took to social media as people do these days. And I set out to do something about it. So I actually launched an Instagram live series called Engage with Michaela, where I started to bring on professionals in fashion and beauty and weddings and invited them to talk and engage with my audience and really with a focus on bridal and what they were advising clients or advising couples to do during this time, because I think there's power in knowledge. And this was an opportunity for me to bring people together and to help provide some guidance. And from there, it kind of took off and I decided to take it one step further. So I actually decided that I was going to offer virtual FaceTime consultations to any bride or couple that had been impacted by the pandemic in exchange for a donation to one of three charities. I partnered with A Common Thread, which was the CFDA Vogue Fund, Direct Relief, which was providing materials to frontline workers, and Pretty Brown Girls, which is an organization that focuses on ending racial injustice. And you could choose whichever you wanted to donate, whatever amount was appropriate for you. And you would get a 30-minute one-on-one consultation with me. 
And I wound up working with over 60 brides from all over the world, from Russia to Asia, to Brazil, all over Europe, India, of course, the US. And it was just the most incredible experience. It felt so good to be able to help these people and to actually, for many, get to see what their final look was going to be or help them navigate this time. Because could you imagine finding a dress in the middle of a pandemic? Let me tell you, it's not easy. (laughs) So I think it was a bright spot during such a dark time, being able to give back in this way and to be able to share my own knowledge. I'm very proud of that. And I have been continuing it. So it feels good. This year saw the launch of Forevermark by Michaela. Congratulations. Can you talk to us about this bridal collection of rings? Absolutely. I am so excited about what I have created. I had the honor of collaborating with Forevermark on my first ever collection of engagement rings and wedding bands. And this truly was a dream come true. I have this incredible history of working with Forevermark over the years on so many amazing red carpet moments and have always had a love for their jewelry and a true respect for the ethics and sustainability that they have in their diamond mining process. And it was such a natural collaboration to come about with my foray into the world of weddings. And of course, with being a bride to be myself newly engaged, it was just such a natural evolution. And, you know, I have said this before, but I firmly believe that walking down the aisle is the closest thing to walking on the red carpet and to collaborate with a jewelry brand where I have shared so many of those moments just made so much sense. So this collection has been a labor of love and I got to design seven engagement rings and four wedding bands. And I really believe that the collection has something for everyone. It is very diverse. It's incredibly modern, but still timeless. And I am just, I'm so excited by what I have created. Vogue actually described the collection as timeless and classic. Can you tell us why that timeless look is really right for now? I wanted to make sure that the pieces I designed would be something that were treasured forever. And I always look back to history for references and for inspiration. And I think that classics do stand the test of time for a reason. But I wanted to make sure that there were also modern elements. Something that's really important about this collection is that it's exclusively set in platinum. And platinum is a metal that I love, but it's also a metal that I believe enhances the natural brilliance of a diamond. It's also far more rare than gold. And I thought was the perfect, most timeless classic element to set these stones in. And then when it came to the actual designs of the rings, It was really important to me that we focus on the settings and the shapes of the stones. So 
the settings are incredibly beautiful and modern and they have so much hidden sparkle and these fine fine details that you can actually only really create when you're working with a metal like platinum there are these delicate really elegant settings but the stones are equally as magical and we had the chance to work with some new shapes we worked with oval and we worked with cushion and the stones in which we set are set in such beautiful ways that it almost like allows the diamond to float which i think is such a beautiful modern approach to setting an engagement ring there's again so much to choose from we had solitaire settings and bezel settings and hidden halos and so many amazing details that i think really set this collection apart and i i think that jewelry is just so personal and it has to be authentic to you and to the person who is wearing it or giving it and I wanted to make sure that there was something for everyone. And I believe that with the Forever Mark Michaela collection, there is just that. Michaela, you've designed jewelry before, but can you tell us why designing this collection was entirely different? Yes, well, <laughs> the only other time I've designed jewelry, it was costume jewelry. So uh-huh. um, this was incredibly different. I mean, first of all, getting to visit the Arapa mine in Botswana and seeing firsthand where the diamonds come from and learning about the process and getting to meet the people who actually hand select the less than 1% of diamonds that are eligible to be forever mark to then get to collaborate on the design and handpick and choose myself what the settings would be and how the diamonds would be worn and how we would incorporate platinum and really design something timeless and so sentimental, something that is so deeply personal. I mean, this process was, it was just extraordinary. And it feels even more special because I know that this is jewelry that is going to be treasured forever. So I'm just, I'm so proud of what we have created and I can't wait for people to see it firsthand. Michaela, I interview jewelry designers regularly and what most fascinates me is where they look to for inspiration. Can you tell us about where you looked for inspiration when you were designing Forevermark by Michaela? As a stylist, research is such a huge part of my job, and it's something that I really enjoy. And when it came time to design this collection, I really spent a lot of time looking at references of past jewelry, things that have stood the test of time, jewelry that I've been inspired by jewelry that my clients have worn, jewelry that I thought was beautiful. And it was really important for me to make sure that these were going to be classic, timeless pieces. But of course, that had modern elements that would speak to today's couples. 
history is something that I always look back to whenever I'm designing something. Michaela, you've spoken very eloquently about what an engagement ring represents. Can you explain to us what engagement and wedding rings mean to you? Absolutely. I believe that your engagement ring and wedding band are the single most important pieces of jewelry that you will wear in your lifetime. And they symbolize your commitment to forever. And there is certainly no better way to symbolize that commitment than with a forever marked diamond. Because what it also symbolizes and what I think it means is it carries much more weight. I think couples these days are also wanting to make sure that the jewelry that they invest in also represents so much more. And understanding where their diamond has come from or where their jewelry has come from and what that story is, I think is equally as important. So knowing that Forevermark has had this commitment to giving back to their communities, to making the world a better place, to incredible conservation and so much more, I think makes this collection even more special. How did sustainability or say the push to better our planet impact your design? Honestly, it was something that was really important to me long before I had the opportunity to design this collection with Forevermark. It was one of the reasons why I looked to Forevermark over the years as one of my favorite jewelry choices for the red carpet, knowing that they took the care and that they were leading the charge in sustainability for fine jewelry was really critical. And to make sure that that message was combined with the message of love and commitment was huge. So when it came time to create this collection together, it was an absolute no brainer. And I'm just, I'm so proud of, of what these rings stand for. And I believe that people will truly love and cherish them. Michaela, buying an engagement ring can be a fraught process at the best of times. What kind of advice would you give to a couple who are looking to invest in a diamond engagement ring right now? Find something that speaks to you. You will wear this for probably the rest of your life. And you will look at it every day. And it must tell your own personal story. Look for elements that tell that story and also take awareness and pride in learning about where your jewelry comes from. So the question I really want to ask is coming up now. Can you talk to us about what you're planning for your big day <laughs> and how you've also kept your cool due to the fact that your own wedding dates have been shifting? Oh my gosh, I know. I can relate to all the couples out there. My gosh, what a time to be a bride. Let me say that. I have just been focused on what actually matters, which is my love for my partner. And knowing that at the end of the day, we are still going to get married. The 
message of what that means, of what marriage symbolizes and represents to us is still there, that it has remained unchanged. It might just happen at a later date in time. We've postponed our wedding twice now. I am certainly hoping that we don't have to do it again. And we're choosing to do it that way. We might choose to honor and celebrate our original wedding date and then have our party at a later time. I don't know, but we're rolling with the punches right now and we're just not losing sight of what really matters. Fashion's red carpet season is upon us and it is carried on during the pandemic. We are seeing award shows adapt to social distancing and red carpets carry on at film festivals like Venice. Michaela, where is the red carpet going? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) It has been such a unique time. I think the red carpet will return. I think it will be a slow return. And I think that this period has really put so many things on pause, understandably so. I also think that when it comes to the red carpet, if you look at like history, if you look at like the Great Depression and how entertainment sort of boomed afterwards and how Hollywood boomed afterwards. Again, I look to history sometimes to inform the future. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see that in coming years. I think people are still looking for escapism and a reason to dream and visual distraction and some beauty in the world. And I believe that we will see that. I think what comes out on the red carpet in terms of trends is totally going to evolve. I think this idea of having to wear something brand new for the first time from the newest collection might be passe. I wouldn't be surprised if we see people wearing things from their wardrobes because they love them. They deserve to be worn again. People wearing things that have a message, people wearing things that have a focus on sustainability. I think that there will be a new day with the red carpet. And I also think that this industry is so resilient and it's full of so many creatives. And I can't wait to see what shape and form it takes. What's next for you, Michaela? Well, next, I think, is planning my wedding and getting married. That's definitely on the list of things to accomplish as soon as the world opens up. I'm really, really excited about my expansion into the world of weddings and how that is such a natural complement to my work as a stylist on the red carpet. I believe that these two worlds are actually married, pun intended. (laughs) But I'm excited about, you know, bringing my eye and my expertise to this industry and to bringing glamour to your wedding day. So looking forward for all that is to come. Michaela Erlanger, thank you for talking to the Power of a Diamond podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to The Power of a Diamond. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to find out more, please head over to our website, foravamac.com. Thank you.